Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Exurgat Deus disipentur in amici eius, et fugianchio derunteum a facia eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangeli, defende nos in proelio, contra nequitiam et insidias diaboli est o praesidium. Imperatili Deus, supplicus deprecamur, tuque princeps militae calestis, satana maliosque spiritus malignius quia perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum detrude. Amen. Corriesu sacratissimum, miserere nobis, mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis, beatis carolus e domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facem tuum et salvierimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata conceptio est, in nomine Patris et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <clears throat> I recorded a whole other episode, a really, really long, rambling, milling about episode. And I ended that episode with what I'm going to talk about here. And I'm going to, and in conjunction with this episode, although there'll be some some other episodes that are going to be recorded, um, or excuse me, not going to be recorded, going to be posted, that are actually uh, with an inter- uh, from an interview that I did, or a discussion, not even an interview, a discussion that I had with John Coleman of the Apocatastasis Institute. The if you don't know what Apocatastasis is, you're not alone. I have no idea. No clue. Um, I should probably actually Google it. (laughs) But the discussion that I had with him was uh, regard, and it was, it spanned over three episodes. The first episode you can find on his channel on BitChute. um, And it's A-P-O-C-A-T A-S-T-A-S I-S, can't even slowly say it, Apocatastasis Institute. Um, and he's very, very smart. The 
the discussion that we had kind of like our first discussion with our, our first video was kind of getting to know each other, kind of getting a feel of each other and seeing and seeing where um, where we are kind of um, as we were getting ready to start this conversation, because the conversation actually has to do with the um, what Pope Benedict referred to as the auto demolition of the church. I think it was Pope Benedict. It might have been uh, Pope Paul the Sixth. Um, but <clears throat> it's the sorry state of affairs that the church finds itself in because we've sort of shifted to sort of a hyper-legalistic kind of way of doing things. Um, I'm going to post the audio when we the, the of the two episodes where we actually get into the principal discussion. Related to that discussion is admiralty law and what we refer to as maritime law and the sort of... Uh, the distortion of English common law and Roman law that is prevalent today. <clears throat> to start this part of the conversation, I'm going to start with a very shocking statement. You have no agency. Whether or not you vote, whether or not you have the right to vote, whether or not you should vote, has nothing to do with it. You actually have no agency. And it's becoming very prevalent. It's becoming very obvious as everybody starts talking about this new world order. The World Government Summit in 2022 just began last week, and they've been posting their live streams of, of the discussions that they've been having. And in the first two and a half minutes, the first question that comes up is, are we ready for a new world order? And is the world order that has been led by the United States suited for the challenges that we face today? Now, that I took as a shot across the bow for the United States to understand that all of these globalists are actually deliberately targeting the imperial hegemony of the United States of America. And I know to say, the, to put that phrase in that particular, in that phrasing has huge implications. The hegemony, the imperial hegemony of the United States of America. Because the United States of America doesn't consider itself an empire, but it is. And most of the world, in fact all of the West and most of the world beyond, are vassal states to the United States. How can you tell? For starters, most international commerce happens in dollars. And that's about to end. Now, whether or, not it's a, whether or not you think it's a good thing or a bad thing or whatever is immaterial. It is about to end. Period. But that's not the topic of this conversation. This conversation is about your agency as an individual, as the head of your family, as a mom, a dad, a husband, a wife, a father, or even your children. You have no agency, and I can prove it. 
either in your fire safe or in your kitchen drawer or whatever, or in your wallet, you have a social security card with a social security number. Your children probably also have one. Your parents have one, most definitely. You have a driver's license. You have a birth certificate. Your children, if they go to public schools or even private schools, they're registered. They're registered by law to be wards of the state for six to eight hours a day, depending on the school district, depending on the state. They just live with you. But it's the government who actually takes care of them. If you have Obamacare or whatever they're calling it now, the Affordable Care Act or whatever, doesn't matter. And you're getting health care through a government entity or a government-sponsored entity. If you have a driver's license, if you own, if you own, I'm going to put that in quotation marks, a car. Why did I put ownership of a car in quotation marks? When you bought that car, did you not register it at the Department of Motor Vehicles or the Bureau of, uh, of uh, I think it's the Bureau of Motor Vehicles in some states, it's the D Department of Transportation, whatever. Secretary of State, I think is how it's, <laughs> the Secretary is actually going to the Secretary of State and registering your car for the state of Michigan is probably the most obvious. If you fail to pay your taxes, they put a lien on your house they put a lien on your car and they confiscate your house or your car. But the last and most telling proof that you have no agency is your paycheck. No matter where you work, you pay anywhere from 21 to 27% of your income before you even receive your check. There's another word, actually, for the very first dollars to come out of your check. And that's called first fruits. And the government takes more than what Abraham gave to Melchizedek. Abraham gave to Melchizedek one-fifth of all of the goods that he came back with from the war. One-fifth. Well, I got news for you. One divided by five is 0.2. Move over the decimal place over two spots, and you get to 20%. And your paycheck is garnished before you even get it at a rate of 21 to 27%. The first fruits of your earnings, of everything that you work for, go to the government. It doesn't go to you and then you turn around and pay the government. They take it without you. And you let them. One of the reasons why income tax is theft, for most people, for most people who think in those terms is because they take it from you before you have it. If you work an eight-hour day, the first two hours on average, you work for the state. 
if you live someplace like New York City and you work for eight hours, it's worse. Because in New York City, depending on how much money you make, how profitable you are to the state or can be to the state, you may pay, you may actually work for the first five hours of an eight hour day. Now, if that doesn't seem right, it's because obviously it's not. It's theft. It's always been theft. You buy, a, you buy land and then you pay property taxes. And what happens if you don't pay those property taxes? Well, over time, they'll let them accrue. You, incru, you incur fees, etc. And eventually the state reminds you of who actually owns that property and they take the property from you. And that is if you manage to keep your head down long enough for them to not just take the property from you using something called eminent domain. So you don't own your house if you own a house. You don't own your car. Because integrated actually in those registration fees, and mind you, if you don't pay those registration fees, what happens? You can go to jail, your car can be impounded. And when your car's impounded, what happens? They auction it off. You may never get your car back. Why? Because you didn't register it. Because you didn't pay for quote unquote insurance. Because you didn't follow the quote unquote rules. So you don't actually own your car. Even if you have the pink slip, you don't really own it. You don't actually own your house. If you registered your children for school, in public schools, then your children are actually wards of the state. The state actually owns your kids. If you want further proof of that, just have the Department of Child Services called to your home for whatever reason and see how long it is before the state just says, you know what, we're gonna separate you from your children. You say, oh, but that would never happen to me. Okay, I know lots of people who said that would never happen to them. And to be sure, maybe they deserved some semblance of it, but if you're Catholic, then you know as well as I do that children have the right, by virtue of their birth, to be raised by a mother and a father. And if you are a Catholic and you are the mother or father, then you have an obligation to raise your children in the faith. Now, a lot of people say, oh, well, that's, you know, that's the meanie poo-poo headed trad stuff. Yeah, except look at, what the, look at what the school system is teaching your children today. And tell me that you want them teaching your children that garbage, that you want some purple haired, pierced, tattooed, overweight person who doesn't know whether they're a man or a woman, who doesn't know where the proper body parts go in the act of procreation. Tell me that you want them 
teaching your children. I suspect you just went, no. Why? Because it's my reaction. If you have an identification card, a driver's license or whatever, why do you have that? And so they can keep track of you. It's always been so they can keep track of you. They were always kind of slow about it, but now they're trying to come out with a new digital ID stuff and they're dropping the mask. And they're basically telling you that you don't own anything, that you don't have any agency, that you don't have a choice. You want to travel, you do what we say, when we say it, how we say it. Dear family, I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that it brings me no pleasure to actually tell you these things. But this is the world in which we live. We have surrendered everything. And we did it democratically. And so many times I've actually said on this podcast and on other episodes and elsewhere that democracy looks like the mob freeing Barabbas and crucifying Christ. They will destroy the right, the good, the true, the beautiful, and they will release the wicked, the evil, the diabolical. Every time. And they'll call evil good and good evil, and that's exactly how they'll get there. Because Christ was convicted for what? Well, supposedly it was blasphemy. And Barabbas, a murderer and a thief, he was allowed to go free. Has that ever been anything but the case? Well, to that question, I would, or I would rec recommend that you suggest that question to King Louis XVI. Oh, we probably have a little bit of a difficulty answering you because, well, he met the guillotine and had a face-to-face -face discussion with it. You look at Volodymyr Zelensky in, in Ukraine, and even the mask has come off with him. Ukraine is fighting in the name of the world order, the new world order. They're not fighting in the name of Ukraine. I mean, they're fighting in Ukraine. They're fighting on Ukraine. They're fighting to retake the land that is Ukraine, but they're fighting for the new world order. so that they could be left just as impoverished as the rest of us. So you ask, well, you're bringing all of this really bad news and it's making me really agitated. It's kind of turned in my stomach and I'm starting to get a nauseous feeling and I'm really, really aggravated and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, you're giving me heartburn and agita and whatever. So what's the solution? Well, here's the rub. All of the solutions that I would have, all of the solutions that I can propose, everything that I would recommend that I would do myself if I had the fortitude are things that I don't think the average person, most people, or even the best people have the kind of fortitude to do. Would you be willing 
to deliberately drive your automobile without registration? Would you be willing to shred your driver's license, your social security card, your credit cards, your debit card? Would you be willing to take whatever cash that you have and go buy weapons so that you could defend your property from the sheriffs when you stop paying taxes? If you said no, you are like the most of mankind, myself included. Because I'm trying to figure out exactly what point, where in this system, am I pinching incense? See, we were all, many of us, and particularly if you were listening to this podcast and podcasts like it, we were all ardently opposed to the vaccine. We were all ardently opposed to the vaccine mandates. We were all ardently opposed to everything that they did under COVID. And maybe some of you came later to the game, and that's fine. But you've reached the point now where anything that they do regarding COVID is absolutely out of the question. Your children being taught critical race theory and being taught about the rainbow flag people is out of the question. You can homeschool, to be sure. Are you going to register the homeschool? So that you can get all the handy-dandy documents and the textbooks and all that stuff that you need? Are you going to go through that? Are you going to allow yourself to be attracted there? If you're listening to this podcast, then you probably are already not willing to get rid of your phone. And, I mean, to be sure, I understand. Or maybe you're listening on a computer. But if you're listening on a computer, then you have the government in your home. And if you're listening on the phone, then you have the government in your pocket. And, oh, hey, by the way, you have that leash. And we're only a few steps away before Google Pay, Apple Pay, and all of those other things kind of switch over and get on and finish getting on board with the whole new world order, digital currency, cashless society, central bank controlled everything. Because we're so far down the line that, no joke, we don't know how to extract ourselves properly. I have a confession to make. I pray that periodically when I remember to bother playing the lotto, that I win the lotto. Specifically, because there's a particular kind of house that can be built. That when you go to register the house, you don't register the house. In fact, you have to actually have your property rezoned into a waste dump. In order, to, in order to build, do the construction, because they're not going to give you construction permits for the type of building that I would build. And the nice part about it is that at least minimizes the property taxes down to like $500 a year. And the house is built to spec to use all of the best advantages of natural construction. And then if you need the electronics, you get some solar panels of this, that, and the other. A few small things here and there. But the whole house is designed from the greenhouse that makes it, basically makes up the whole front patio. 
to the caves, I mean, man-made caves, constructed, constructed out of detritus and other dump products such as, well, like tires and such, to the all-natural ventilation system that uses specific physics to move air in and out of the house. The whole thing is designed so that if you build the house and say maybe get some grass seed or something like that so that you have pasture land and get a couple of sheep and some chickens, you'll never, ever have to leave. You won't have to go grocery shopping. You won't you can you can manage and keep an eye on your own water supply. You don't really have to worry about power. If you want to hook up the internet, you can. But the whole house is designed to be thoroughly off the grid, thoroughly self-sufficient. And it's remarkable. With something like that, I could literally work for a week every year out in the world and fulfill the obligations necessary to keep the government from invading my trash heap. I wish I had the link for you. I'd love to actually spread it, spread it around, but you can find it on YouTube because I stumbled across it. I was like, oh, wow, this looks interesting. And I hit it and I'm looked and I go, this is brilliant. A house literally constructed from old tires, old glass bottles, old soda cans or beer cans or whatever, pizza boxes and dirt. fully self-sufficient, with only a few items that would belie it being actually a house. Cisterns, running water, showers, the whole nine yards. Like I said, you can probably, you can find it on YouTube. If you go looking for it, you can find it. But that is actually what I pray for because I want, because in all honesty, I want to abscond from the direction that we're headed. And the Catholic land movement is awesome. But can't everybody do that? Some of us are stuck in the cities. Some of us are stuck in the suburbs or in the, in the, in the intermediate spaces. And eventually you're not even going to be able to buy the land. And even if you buy it, like I said before, you won't actually own it. Do I have all the answers? I've got some of the immediate stuff. And if God really does call me back to some of my older ways, then, well, in the words of Mr. T, I pity the fool. Because if that's the direction that I'm supposed to go, well, then I'll go there. But on the off chance that it's not... 
you know, you can, I mean, you can buy the emergency supplies, you can set up, you can do all of those things. And many of us are still going to get caught up in the mess. And some of us are simply not going to be willing to go that far. We are, as the laity, supposed to go out into the world and preach the gospel. Our Lady has said, go out and spread the message of Fatima and the commensurate messages. Our Lady of Akita, Our Lady of, Our Lady of La Salette, Our, Our, Our Lady of Buen Suceso de la Purificación. <clears throat> it is a mixed bag. And not all of us are going to choose to do the same thing. I'd love to be able to say I can give you a particular solution and this is absolutely going to work. But for all I know, God may have it in mind that I am, I don't know, a saintly brigand of some sort. And you know what? I'm going to be okay with that. Why? Well, in first, because I trust. I trust God to give me the things that he knows I can handle. And they may be a stretch. They may require extra. But he's not going to put anything in front of my path that I can't handle, that I can't overcome, that I cannot use for my sanctification because he gave me the grace. So those specific solutions of the things that you should and should not do, I mean, let's be real. Eric Kajuski over Tried Cat Night, he has all of that stuff buttoned down when it comes to preparation. And you can go to him, uh, Steve Cunningham at Census Fidelium, and Mike at Restoring the Faith. Like, there are plenty of people who talk about that sort of stuff. I'm not convinced that that's the mission of this podcast. I'm not even really convinced that it's the mission of this podcast to be talking about all the worldly stuff. But the items of spiritual significance... The fact that in America today, in the United States of America, in Canada, and in many places around the world that consider themselves the West, we all pinch incense to Caesar. The question is, is how do we and when do we stop? And if we stop. Because this, this whole battle plan, this, this whole thing that was unleashed by the devil, he's been working on for thousands of years. He's had 2,000 years to try and come up with a way to undo the redemption, the ransom paid for our redemption by Christ. He's done everything that he could to try and undo that. 2,000 years now he's been working at it. And he's smarter than us. So it's not a surprise that we would be deceived into just, oh, well, this is kind of the way things have always been. But these last two years have been a wake-up call to wake us up and say, this is not where we're supposed to be. This is not who we're supposed to be. This is not how we're supposed to live. And I, gotta, and I have to admit that it's tempting to just want to stop where we were back in 2019. I would be much happier if we just dialed the clock back 
2019 and all of the policies and stuff that were in place and we just carry forward with that, the world would be wealthy. We wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't be nearly the chaos and catastrophe that it is right now. But the fact is, is they don't want that for us. They don't want prosperity. They want control. And the devil has always wanted control because he's never had self-control. He had one moment of weakness, of quote-unquote weakness. He had one moment of a total lack of virtue. And that moment has made it so that he never has virtue again. And the people who lack virtue, they'd want to do what? They always want to control other people. And that's why this is coming off the way it is. That's why you can have some moron like Justin Trudeau go up there and stand and talk about our democracy and then get lambasted, excoriated, and roasted in front of the European Union for being the worst example of tyranny in the last, what, 100 years. Because even Stalin would probably have thought twice about just canceling the bank accounts of protesters. Actually, I don't think that's true for one moment. But that does put him on the level with, with Fidel Castro, with Joseph Stalin, with Adolf Hitler even. Had they had the tools that Justin Trudeau had, they would have absolutely done the exact same thing. But the difference between them and him is they were at least people of some accomplishment. Justin Trudeau is only the son of Pierre Trudeau, ostensibly. There is a case to be, like, if you wanted to make the argument that he's probably Fidel Castro's kid, I would be on board with that because there's a striking, creepy resemblance between the two. But he, but he is the inheritor of the, of the legacy of Pierre Trudeau, and he's a schoolteacher that somehow became prime minister. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Nelt at the BLM rally and wouldn't even talk to the truckers. And it's not hypocrisy. That's who he is. Feckless. Weak. Effeminate. He's a child who never grew up. Who never had any real responsibility. Which is why he doesn't take any real responsibility. And to him, I would add Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. To him, I would add most of the major political, most of the major politicians in all parties, with a few notable exceptions. And you probably know them by name just as well as I do, so I'm not going to name them. And all of these people have been sold the exact same bill of goods by the likes of George Soros and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and Peter Thiel. And I'm only going to mention Peter Thiel from here on out because he's a vampire. And given the fact that he's also one of the rainbow people, disordered in all of those same ways, it actually is much more poignant that he is a vampire. In a more literal sense than the billionaires. And than the millionaires and the billionaires. Because he's looking for the fountain of youth. Just like they all do. Because once they have the money, and once they have the power, and once they have the clout, what do they do next? They try to extend their lives as though they created themselves. In this world, you don't own you. But if you're a Catholic, then I'm going to school you on something else, and this is going to be hard to hear just as much. Even if the government didn't own you, even if the government didn't own your children. You still don't own you. The homily at church this week, Father talked about how we are slaves. Wow, I'd almost, I honestly thought I'd completely forgotten about his homily uh, because he said something that kind of wiped away everything I was thinking about. But in the homily, if you're Catholic, if you're committed to being Catholic, then you're committed to being a slave. You're committed to being without agency. The thing is, is that you're not committed to being without agency to the likes of Klaus Schwab or Joe Biden. You're committed to being without agency to the one being you can trust who will never do you wrong. You're committed to being the slave of Christ our Lord. And if you're particularly lucky, then you'll extend that slavery <coughs> to his blessed mother. And in so doing, you'll be his slave, slave of the Holy Ghost, slave of the blessed mother, and the slave of God. Because the difference is that unlike the government who actually do want to screw you out of everything, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, you'll eat the bugs and live in the pod, 
God actually wills what's best for you. The sufferings, the pain, the tribulation, the trials, all that stuff is actually for your greater good, for your greater good, for the greater good of your soul, for your salvation. And this world is only temporary. They have you for what? A hundred years, if at the most? 120 years at the most? I mean, if you're really pushing it? You could be out of here in four weeks. You could be out of here in six months. You could be out of here in 20 years. You could be out of here in a hundred years. But if you die a holy death in a state of grace, then however long you spend on this earth, I mean, we call it passing on to our eternal reward for a reason. If you win the crown, you judge the angels. If you win the crown, he'll wipe away every tear. So you have a choice. You can suffer all of these things in the name of the state, or you can suffer all of these things in the name of God. And you can figure out exactly where your prudential judgment is as to how much incense you will continue to pinch to Caesar, but do not deceive yourself into thinking that you're not already pinching incense. If you have a concealed carry permit, congratulations, you have a registered firearm. And they know you have a gun. And it's true for your house, your car, your kids. And you. And your bank account. By the end of this year, it's going to be true for everything that you think you own. You're going to find out that you own none of it. None of it. So I'll race you to poverty, and I'll race you to chastity, and I'll race you to obedience. And so long as you get there, with the assistance of St. Joseph, through the intercession of Mary, for the sacred heart of Jesus Christ our Lord, None of this crap that these people are doing will matter. Funny thing about matter, it doesn't. Like I said, I had some other things I wanted to talk about. They were definitely in there. And if I can manage to excise them out of that rambling recording that I just did, I will. Be on the lookout for the discussions, for the episodes that are discussions uh, between John from the, uh, John Coleman at the Apocatastasis Institute and me. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <laughs>